Welcome, dear listeners, to Super Magic Time Friends. In this podcast, to 40 old geeks talk about four decades of geekness. My name is Emilio Guzman. And my name is Thijs van Domburg. And today, we're going to pull some great titles from a rock. From the <laughs> 80s, the movie Excalibur from the 90s. The game Secret of Mana from the Zeros, the cartoon He-Man. And the Masters of the Universe. That's right. From the Zeros. <laughs> and from the Tens, the comic Sword of Ages. And the theme of this week is Sword of Power. Yeah, we're going to discuss heroes who get their power from their swords. Or yeah. or, or the, the sword is the well the thing that, that, that brings the whole story together. Or it's the mightiest sword in the universe. It's yeah. It's uh, we're going to discuss. Uh, 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 yeah, but it, the the funny thing about all these titles is that the sword does give them all some sort of power. Yeah. Uh, although with sword of ages, I don't really uh, know if that is the no, case. But, there, but there, are, there are a lot of things in that title I don't don't really. Can explain no, yeah. very well. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's, it's uh, it all has well, uh, no. A lot of the titles have something to do with the Arthurian, uh, the Arthurian legend, and um, yeah. Uh, although He Man doesn't, no, uh, but no. he still has a sort of power. So in, yep. in one way, it is of course based on yeah, uh, the Arthurian. It's, legend. it's probably yeah. a, a kind of well based on it. Yeah, we have we have the the movie Excalibur this week, and yeah. In that in that movie, the, the the sword is, well, pulled from the stone, but it's yeah. also from the lake, and that that that's different in every version of the Arthurian legend. The, uh, sometimes it's from the stone, sometimes it's from the lake, sometimes both. Uh, so, yeah. so 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 the, the there's a version I read that first Excalibur is from the stone, but that one breaks. That's that's a fake Excalibur, and then the real Excalibur. That's from the lady, uh, lady in the lake. That that's that's oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a real. I, 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 I don't like the breaking powers, uh, sort of uh, sorts of powers. We are going to discuss that yeah. a bit later on. But, but, um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I was uh, yeah looking up some facts uh, about that, and uh, I never knew that that um, yeah. Although recent studies uh, think otherwise, but uh, Arthur may be based on a real person from history. Hmm. Okay. Probably, uh, uh, possibly a, a, a Celtic uh, warlord in the uh, Hysteria uh, Britonum, uh, Latin uh, historical uh, compilation written around uh, 828. Uh, and that lists uh, some battles that Arthur fought. And it says uh, that in the Battle of Baden, he single handedly killed 960 men. Wow, that's a <laughs> yeah. mass murderer, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a mass murderer. That's not okay. Uh, but yeah, recent studies uh, question the right, right, uh, reliability of the Historia uh, Britonum, uh, saying it's it's full of shit. <laughs> and, uh, and, well, of course, uh, if, if you think that somebody has killed in one battle 960 men, uh, even with a magical sword, that is just too much. <laughs> it's yeah. impossible. But I've, well, I, I've, it's so, it's so funny that I've, I've read a lot of uh, versions of the Arthurian legend, and I've seen, well, we've both seen, uh, well, like 
10 movies based on it and and there yeah. are so many ver- and At even least, then yeah. there were there were uh, uh tens or hundreds of versions of the legend yeah the, 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 i i think we we should send a kevin feige back to the past to clean that up because the the, <laughs> the, the arthurian Arthurian's uh, <laughs> shared universe is a mess, and, and it is there's truly a mess. Somebody yeah. who who is good at, at keeping check of all the the, the, the plot lines and, uh, and, and yeah, and that's Kevin Feige. So he, he should he should clean that up. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I totally think so. Um, as a kid, I, I I really loved the the Disney the animated movie The Sword in the in the Stone. Oh wow! Do you yeah. know that one? Uh, oh, well, uh, I never I've... knew it was from 1963. Isn't that from the 80s? I, if, well, in my oh, mind, it was no. from the 80s, mm. but yeah. Um... Oh no, that's that's uh, the the Black Cauldron. That's I always mixed those two up. Ah yeah yeah yeah. yeah that's yeah. from the 80s and oh but yeah. This one is stone. Uh, we couldn't discuss it on our show, but I, I watched a few clips. Uh, no just before the show and it, it's true it, it truly is one of my favorite uh, disney movies uh, oh. uh and and just as uh, altered uh, uh, altered beast uh, last week there is a pink rhino in it what yeah Why? <laughs> i don't know that version of the Arthurian legend the, the pink <laughs> rhino yeah, you should watch it okay yeah <laughs> i'm going to do that uh, that's that's it sounds like a great uh uh well christmas movie or yeah around that time well you should totally watch it i i think it's it's uh still really good i don't know i haven't seen it recently so it might be really racist or something like that (laughs) i don't know that but (laughs) there's probably some one racist animal in it Uh, yeah probably i think so yeah a fox with a jamaican accent or something (laughs) that's uh, yeah uh, yeah um uh, no with disney there's probably some uh, racism yeah. in it yeah <laughs> so uh uh emilio uh, we what what is the question of the week that we are going to ask this week at the end of our episode well at the end of our episode we're going to answer uh uh which sword uh discussed in this episode would you try to pull out of a stone and so, why is it not he-Man's sword. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We are yeah. going to do our best not to pick He-Man as, as our number one. But uh, shall we dive into our first title? We're all, we've already started talking about it a bit. Let's go, right? Yeah, let's go back to... 2002. He has come to enslave Eternia. I am Skeletor, overlord of evil. His power knows no limits. Are you the faintest inkling to whom you speak? His hordes will stop at nothing. Unfortunately, they don't stand a chance. I have the Starting at 5.30, catch a full hour of He-Man with a world premiere episode at 6. Only to Bobby. For geeks of our age, this summer was the summer of He-Man. After almost 40 years, Netflix released a sequel to the legendary cartoon He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, yeah, that cartoon was the first cartoon that successfully combined a toy line with, with a cartoon series where, where the cartoon was secretly nothing more than a 20-minute toy commercial. But we didn't care. We watched the crap out of it. And the cartoon ran for two seasons with, with 130 episodes. I always loved that. And, yeah. and then, yeah, the cartoon was suddenly over. 
Uh, did I tell everything there was to tell? Uh, did the story come to a fulfilling conclusion? No, of course not. They just made 130 episodes that they could show endlessly. But in uh, 2021, Netflix released a sequel made by the OG geek celebrity Kevin Smith. And thousands of geeks were angry because this series didn't focus on He-Man himself, but on the girl Tila, boo, boo, the girl. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, to clarify, this is that is not your opinion, right? No, no, no. <laughs> it sounded a bit like oh. <laughs> it was you saying it. No, no, there was me mocking, mocking <laughs> yeah, angry yeah, He-Man I fans. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, uh, during this uh, violent geek war, almost nobody mentioned that there already was a new He-Man cartoon. The, the first sequel, that is The New Adventures of He-Man from 1990, which everybody hated, apparently. I've never seen it. Um, and almost 20 years ago, in 2002, there was a reboot also called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So Emilio and I thought, well, we're doing sort of power as a theme. Why not watch that one? Because, yeah, the one from 21 from this year we cannot watch it it's we, we are unable to watch it for this podcast it's no, physically yeah. we are physically unable yeah, uh, it's it's just one giant black screen if i try to click <laughs> it on netflix it, it won't work it won't work yeah i i get a four or four uh found not found but yeah no i uh, i i just uh, this week i uh, i i had just two episodes left and I finished watching it, just five episodes. And this week, the, the other five of the season will be released. And I love that one. Uh, I I think it was great. Uh, I think it's a load of bullcrap to hate this series if you're a He-Man fan. But yeah, every every everyone has his own opinion. And I can't, uh, I can't uh, deny that. But yeah, to me... It, but you yeah. can argue with it. You can argue with it. Did you see the, the reboot? No. No, okay. I haven't uh, uh, seen the, the, the new one, no. Let me make a bold statement, um, He-Man fans. I too have fond memories of the old cartoon. And you're, you're free to hate the new one. That's your choice. But let's be honest. The old He-Man cartoon from 1983, it sucks ass. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I've, watched it, I've watched it some episodes this week just to freshen up my mind. But oh, man. It's uh, it's also uh, I I discovered this week how how little I know of the lore of of He Man because uh, I just it was just one big toy commercial and for yeah. me that worked <laughs> yeah that's okay I was just watching it for uh, seeing my toys come come to life I I uh, well my toys I it's I had one singular. Uh, Skeletor uh, 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 <laughs> without uh, uh, a Pantor uh, and a friend of mine uh, he had He-Man uh, uh, with Battle Cat so mm. I, I was pretty jealous uh, yeah I can imagine that but yeah. Ske- you could buy Skeletor without the Pantor right so that was a uh, yeah 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 but, no, and that is the one you didn't lose my, it my mother yeah. got, uh, got me yeah <laughs> no no I didn't lose him I it just was never there Oh, I have never, I have never received one He-Man toy for my birthday. Or my, at that time, my parents were still uh, of the opinion that um, that they were too aggressive for a young kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, still, aggressive, uh, 
he had a sword, but never once did he use it as a sword no. <laughs> in that whole cartoon. No. That is so funny to me. And 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 some some of the figures are really cuddly. Mossman is just a plush toy. He's <laughs> just it's very cute. Honestly, yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the old cartoon, the animation is it's it's cheap as hell. Well, there's the yeah. famous story of Orko, why Orko is called Orko, because they I think they wanted to call him Borko or Bonko, something with a B, but they wanted to flip his animation cell, wanted to reuse his cell, so they named him Orko, so they could reuse the cells in uh, <laughs> in, in in every way possible. And um, yeah, the voice acting is so corny. The stories, I think, the stories are worse than the stories we came up with as kids when we were playing with He-Man toys. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe from 2002. It was already way better than the old one. I, I've watched uh, like six, seven episodes this, this week. And well, for instance, it has a first episode. The first episode of, yeah. the, of the 2002 reboot, it's the first episode. He-Man, the old He-Man cartoon didn't have a first episode. It has, but it's just a random episode. It could have been the 10th or the 100th. And and this, yeah, uh, in this episode, the well, what happens? The Council of Wisdom is attacked by the evil Keldor. Keldor wants to kill Captain Randor with acid, but instead he himself is hit by the acid in the face and flees the scene. And years later, Keldor returns and he now calls himself, you guessed it, Skeletor. I, I, I love that, man. The Skeletor yeah, has an origin story. It is. Uh, it, it is. And it's a wonderful uh, uh, origin story. I love your the sentence. Uh, Keldor wants to kill Captain Rendor. It's uh, it, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I I love this episode. I also, you know, what I I, I truly love uh, about about uh, He Man is that um, all those those uh, uh, battles in in this universe um, mm -hmm. are battles for entire kingdoms or, or even planets and they're all yeah. fought by groups or of, of six or seven warriors <laughs> that is the whole battle <laughs> there's no army that's just groups no, right. of six or seven <laughs> seven yeah. of them they're fighting isn't, isn't this a good way to fight our wars <laughs> just, just send out send five people <laughs> yeah, just send your five it. best people <laughs> And yeah. we'll see who wins. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. We should solve every war this way. But the, uh, they're all megalomaniacs because yeah. they call themselves the masters of the universe. But they're not even the masters of the planet because you, you just see one <laughs> tiny <laughs> bit of a country. <laughs> so the universe. It's absolutely it's, true. And, and, and for masters of the universe, they're, they're really weak <laughs> to call yourself master of the universe. It's, <laughs> I, I, I imagine a planet eater, but this is... Yeah, no, it's not collecting. Nothing, nothing like what I always find strange is, is maybe maybe uh, I've, uh, we've discussed this already. It's, it's, it's a question I like to ask to people I meet. Uh, it's He-Man and the masters of the universe. What, what, is He-Man himself not a master of the universe? Why, why is he excluded from that group? That's so weird. Yeah, yeah I have I, no I, idea. I never, I never got that. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm not that. 
I, I know very little of the He-Man lore. I just, uh, I, I watched the old cartoon and I watched this one. Uh, really liked it, but uh, no, it's, uh, it doesn't clarify that. In this cartoon, the universe is in, uh, in peril. The It's just one country. Just a, yeah. a tiny bit of a planet. Okay, the universe is in peril. And the only one who is destined to save everybody, that's King Render's cowardly son, Prince Adam. And at first he doesn't want to get involved, but when he sees there's no other option, he's granted the Sword of Power. There's our theme. He takes a sword and he becomes He-Man, the strongest and bravest warrior in the universe. Yeah, what is also an improvement to the old series is that Prince Adam completely changes appearance when he transforms into, in, into He-Man. In the 80s, Prince Adam just yeah. looked like He-Man. But just yeah, exactly the difference the was that he was yeah. wearing a shirt. That's it. <laughs> yeah. even superman would say come on man do some effort put on a <laughs> pair of glasses at least yeah this is and also uh the, the the trope yeah prince adam uh, uh can't tell that he is uh, that he is he-man yeah uh, and i don't really get why and i hate that trope that that just tell everybody yeah. because it, it doesn't it's, matter it's, it, it truly doesn't it's matter a, you're it's a spider-man logic and yeah. in Spider-Man, I get it. Yeah, because he, he's putting his, his his girlfriend in danger, or yeah. or his but, aunt. Yeah, yeah. But but Spider-Man's girlfriend uh, is is a model, and his his aunt is uh, is just an old lady. But yeah. all the family members of Prince Adam are are all my mighty warriors. So yeah, and they're all in fighting. The so, only weak weak person that should be protected is himself and a yeah. stupid cat but who is he protecting by by and keeping also, up this dumb lie one other thing is why <laughs> would you ever turn back into your weaker version yeah, why right. <laughs> why why would you ever because you want to express emotions and that's very hard as he-Man! <laughs> oh, yeah, Man that without true. emotions. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the reason. Yeah, that I, that I would only change back for conversation and, and if I would I have the feeling of watching a Disney movie, then I would change yeah. back. Or uh, if, when it's cold, you want to put out a shirt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, he just—he uh, has a lot of clothes he couldn't wear anymore. That's why oh, he turns yeah. back. Oh, that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's that's an even the better reason. reason. This 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 show introduces all the characters you remember and love. Uh, Man at Arms and Beastman is in it, and of course Fisto. Uh, some <laughs> of those names—they didn't change change the names. They're still no. dumb. Fisto, and uh, yeah, it even introduces a character that wasn't even in the old cartoon. My favorite He-Man toy, I never had it. Well, I had, well, I bought it 10 years ago because I just, it's one of those things uh, I just bought because, well, I'm 30 now. I can, can buy whatever I want, <laughs> mom. So <laughs> I, bought, I bought Stinkor. And I love yeah, Stinkor. He's a, he's a skunk-like creature whose toy actually st did stink. Yeah. Um, if well if you hate the, the 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 if you hate patchouli you think he stinks so it doesn't still stink yeah well 10 years ago mine doesn't mine mine never smelled because uh but when you buy i think when you buy a new one uh, that's still mint I, in package your, yours never no yours probably no. stank uh, uh, 
years, years back, ago. but now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the old days, I stink, <laughs> but now my scent has gone. <laughs> uh, Stinker gets a whole origin story in this cartoon. I've watched those those episodes uh, as well. They're lovely. Yeah, that that's something that's something the the the, the original cartoon barely did. Uh, characters get and get their own episode, but it's, yeah, it's never in depth. There's such flat characters in that. But okay, let's get into the stuff I don't like about this this version. I think that the, the voice acting is is good. But He-Man's voice doesn't work for me. He's voiced by Ken Clark, and he's a very good voice actor. He's voiced he voiced uh, Leonardo and Rocksteady in, in in the first Turtle cartoon, and well, I'm a big Rocksteady fan. So yeah, that that voice is 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 uh, never gets will never get out of my head. But as he uh, as Prince Adam, he's a bit annoying. He's, yeah. he's he sounds like an old man doing a young boy's voice. Which he well, he wasn't that old, Cam Clark, but too old to play to play Prince Adam, I think. Uh, as He Man, well, he's he's a good He Man, but his especially his Prince Adam is very annoying. I, and and I also think that there is a lack of uh, voice acting in it. There there are so many hmm. awkward pauses in this cartoon where where characters are interacting with each other with their with with, with their mouths open. There's yeah, no right. voice acting, and 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 so so they they just stare at each other with with open mouths. It's very weird. It <laughs> it, it 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 took me out of it uh, quite a few times. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and 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 the stories. Well, after the first three episodes, the the, the cartoon starts to be more episodic, which is fine for for a kids' cartoon. Most cartoons are, but but. Because of the exciting story arc in the first episodes, it feels a bit like a letdown. Because yeah. the first three episodes are like, well, like like a, an hour long special, and uh, it's the the writing is very good. And from there on, well, the, the, there's there's a, there's an episode, episode eleven. I watched some random ones, um, so I watched episode eleven, and and well, in this episode, Man at Arms makes a belt to punish Skeletor for any evil thoughts or actions and because of the belt he must act nice or otherwise he is powerless it's a funny idea but come on a belt that that knows if you're evil it's that 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 just that sounds to me like an episode from the, from the old cartoon and i hated that so there are a lot of misses in 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 the uh, in this cartoon yeah and yeah and the worst part is the end because even in 2002, some cartoons still had a PSA at the end, a message to the kids. Episode 11 ends with He-Man rescuing an animal from a trap, but telling you there's no force in the world more powerful than goodness. And when you practice kindness, it not only helps others, but it gives you a good feeling inside. Oh, shut up, He-Man. <laughs> Come on. It makes you want to do evil things. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! In '83, that was funny, but in 2002, it's not funny anymore. Come on! So yeah, the question remains: What is the best He-Man cartoon? In my opinion, well, not the old one, definitely not. Uh, the one from 2002? Nope. It is, of course, the Shira reboot from 2018. That's my favorite He-Man cartoon. <laughs> it still is. And I think that will never change. 
Yeah, so it'd be Leo. A lot of angry uh, people listening now. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it. But I do mean it. <laughs> well, let me take you back to 2018. When you think of the Arthurian legend, you think of a boy who pulls a sword out of a rock and becomes a noble and just king who rules the land fairly together with his knights of the round table. Well, let me tell you that I think of a girl named Avalon on a faraway planet who is raised by a pack of saber-toothed tigers. Uh, who pulls a magic sword from a green crystal and who's uh, <laughs> and who travels with Merlin on his motorcycle. <laughs> yes, this is the sci-fi adaptation of the Arthurian legend uh, uh, by uh, Gabriel uh, Rodriguez in the ongoing comic book series uh, Sword, of, uh, Sword of Ages. And um, yeah, of which he is both the, the, the writer and the artist. Uh, uh, you may know... Uh, uh, it's so f weird to say. I always say uh, the Spanish names in English in the English way. And it's <laughs> weird for me to say Rodriguez, but I'm still going to do that because otherwise it's also weird. Um, <laughs> you may know. Uh, do Rodriguez. whatever you want. Yeah. You may know uh, Rodriguez from uh, his beautiful art in the Logan Key series. Uh, I think, yeah. yeah, one of the best comics ever. Yeah. Um, we are Thank surely you. going to discuss uh, that on our uh, podcast uh, whenever we can. Uh, and I think the art in, in sort of uh, ages uh, is also very good. Uh, I also uh, uh, really like it. Uh, growing up in, uh, in Chile, uh, Rodriguez uh, read uh, a lot of European comics. Uh, and I think, yeah, it's clearly visible in the art. It, it takes a lot of inspiration from from. For example, uh, uh, Heavy Metal uh, from Mobius. Um, oh, yeah. yeah uh, I can but, see that. Yeah, but yeah. even... Uh, <laughs> what I think is even more notable uh, uh, is that this comic is his first job as a writer. And not only that, uh, he wrote it in English. And yeah, with doing this podcast, uh, we know how difficult that is uh, if you're not a native speaker. Uh, and I, I think he does an excellent job. A very good first job, I think. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've uh, a lot of issues with the writing, but that's it's not the the dialogue or no. the the, the yeah. prose, the written prose. It's it's the story itself, and that that's that's not a language problem. That's just yeah, just yeah. I I do have the same issues, I think, as you do. But I do also think it is it is written quite boldly because um, yeah the story doesn't take you by the hand. Uh, I, I also felt like I, uh, like when I accidentally skipped uh, a, a season in a television show, you know, you watch the first yeah. <laughs> the first minute or or so of the story what what previously happened, and you think what <laughs> I haven't seen this. <laughs> Uh, and spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly yeah. how I I felt. I, I was constantly feeling like I missed something that previously yeah. happened. Uh, there was was one moment where well, three characters uh, are revealed to be killed. You can see their 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 uh, their heads on a, on spikes, and yeah. she says, "Hey, that are well." I won't spoil it, but <laughs> she names the three characters that are killed, and I'm watching it. 
watching the battle and looking at the panel and thinking, who are those people? And it's... I've never seen them. No. And, and yeah. to be to to be clear, I read this comic last night in one go, just in one hour. <laughs> so it's it's not that I for uh, I had I hadn't uh, read it for a month. It's just I I completely missed these three characters. I couldn't even find them when no. I turned some pages back. They're probably to not not there. I I, I no. It, when I when I when I was reading uh, volume one, I, I even checked. Uh, 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 I even checked the cover if I if I was reading volume one. I often thought, yeah. is am I reading volume two by accident? I I also went online to check if it, if it was a spin-off that I missed a whole different <laughs> iteration of this story. Yeah. It, it was and yeah. and I do like that also. I mean, it's is I do like stuff uh, stories that that don't explain uh that much uh and it took me some time to adjust to it i know it's not great but i th also think it's a bit refreshing um because the story just doesn't hold your hand uh, uh it it acts like you as the reader just tag along on on avalon's journey and and uh like like nobody's explaining who's who and why should they because they know who's who <laughs> yeah it is as if you're just dropped into in the middle of their story and and, and you just have yeah. to know what is going on uh well, yeah i have a theory about the the making of this comic my, my theory is that he that he uh, uh wrote first wrote the lore for the comic and he kept on expanding the lore but yeah when he uh, sat down and wrote the, the the actual story of the comic. Yeah. Um, he wanted to fit everything he had come up with into that well six issue story, yeah. um, and it doesn't fit. That's a problem. <laughs> I, 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 every, I, I every page think there's right. a new faction yeah. that that's introduced and a new a new king and a new monster and it keeps on coming and coming. Yeah. And but I must say it's. It's freaking epic. Yeah, the, it, it uh, is fun as hell. Uh, the, the battle in the in the, in the last man, two issues yeah. is is so epic. Okay, let, are, let me first yeah. tell okay, uh, go what is yeah. going on. Uh, um, also, it makes it really hard to explain <laughs> because yeah. the comic itself doesn't explain it. So good uh, luck, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you uh, we join Avalon as she is uh, saying goodbye to. Uh, uh, yeah, the woman that raised her, uh, a saber-toothed tiger that she calls mother. Um, and she's <laughs> warned of the treacherous world of man, but she has already traveled out into the world before. Yeah, as she has spent time with the white monks of uh, Kalidia. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is so weird sounding <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about. And I don't know what I'm talking about. So uh, they have an ongoing uh, war with a, uh, uh, yeah, with a tribe of fierce warriors uh, who are planning uh, an attack on, uh, on the monks uh, together with an alien race that is planning on dominating the entire planet. Uh, so, yeah. Great partner for that one war and bad partner in general. Yeah, then with the help of the wizard Merlin and the warriors Tristan, Lancer and uh, Gawain, uh, Avalon fights on the side of the monks to save the city of Kalidia from invasion. That's oh. 
That's a it? great job, <laughs> right? I did a, I did a good all? job. Wow. What <laughs> yeah. was the problem there? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all. Um, it, it it looks stunning. The battle is amazing, but it's yeah. all just every page has has a jaw dropping, uh, one at least one jaw dropping battle. Yes, yeah. you can. You want to hang on your wall. Uh, I, I, I have one. One of, uh, one of the. Uh, I have the number one of this comic issue. Number one of this comic is literally hanged on my wall, <laughs> signed by uh, uh, Gabriel Rodriguez. That's how I pronounce his name. Yeah, so yeah, he signed it, and uh, yeah, I, I look at it every day, and I love, I love to, to look at it. But yeah, to be honest, I. It's not a comic I'm going to read uh, over and over again. No, uh, but I am going to read it further uh, when the, uh, the next volumes uh, uh, come yeah, out. I, I, when I am, is that coming? Because this I don't know. Vol volume one is from 2018. It's three years ago. Yeah, uh, so maybe it won't come. But um, no. the one other part of this story I, I didn't really... It didn't really click with me was uh, uh, Avalon uh, getting the magic sword. Uh, that is, yeah, clearly yeah. Excalibur. It is even explained by himself, uh, by uh, Rodriguez in an interview. Uh, he said that um, it was, uh, it is like a history of the sword itself. So uh, mm -hmm. it was at one point on an alien planet. Uh, ah. Don't know if that is actually the case in the, uh, it, it's not told in this comic um so it's a prequel it, to the arthurian legend yeah uh, it's a mm -hmm. prequel to the sword being in uh stuck in a rock on earth ah, I, wow. I i think that is the case but i, I i'm not sure <laughs> also because this comic isn't telling that story uh um and it looks cool uh the uh, the whole uh, uh uh quest of of avalon getting uh the sword um but it's so rushed and and unnecessarily changed from the original legend it it yeah, yeah avalon goes on what i can only describe as a commercial a commercial quest uh to get that sword and after <laughs> only solving one puzzle she pulls the sword out of a green crystal it's so weird it's just weird <laughs> yeah and there are but if this is a prequel why is there why are there versions of uh camelot characters in this comic like well yeah lancer is is clearly lancelot and gawain is gawain uh, probably and merlin is in it okay merlin is a wizard so he, he will probably live a few uh, thousand years or something yeah but he's, <laughs> but he's blue is blue in, in this in, uh, comic so yeah no. No. <laughs> so yeah hey, we well, re i, I recommend this comic to i i, I do too because the art yeah. is, is is so amazing yeah it's, it's not often that i like the art of a comic so much more than the story that's yeah. very rare yeah me too yeah he's a he's a legend he's he's a legend and if volume two comes whenever it comes i'm going to buy it but uh, i don't think it will we're going now back to 1993 to a very special game.
What is the best game of all time? If I would ask this on Twitter right now, I would get a thousand different answers. But there are two games that are guaranteed to be mentioned. Uh, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI. For a certain age group with a certain taste in games, namely Japanese 2D RPGs, uh, those two games are and will forever be the best games ever made. Uh, I am one of those people, um, and that will probably never change. Uh, but there is a third game that's often mentioned by people like me. Uh, another 2D Japanese RPG from the 90s made by Square for the Super Nintendo. And that is Secret of Mana by director Koichi Ishii. Um, Almost no one will say it's, it is the best game ever. And if they do, I, I'll tell you this, they're probably saying it because they want to be original and edgy. But <laughs> it still is a legendary game. Uh, a game that I've started playing very often, but never finished. And well, yeah, now because of our podcast, I started playing it again. And I still think it doesn't come close to Chrono Trigger and FF6. But it's a very, very special game, to, to say the least. Yeah, um, it truly is. Uh, right? I th- yeah, I, I think so uh, So too. Yeah, th- th- there was nothing like it. And still there isn't anything like it. Well, it's, it, its origins are a bit confusing. It's a, it's a sequel to the Game Boy game Final Fantasy Adventure. And th- a game that had nothing to do with Final Fantasy. Uh, the gameplay is different. It's made by a different team. It's, it's not canon with any Final Fantasy game. Although I have to say most Final Fantasy games aren't even canon with each other. <laughs> uh, but it's made by Square, but that's it. That's uh, uh, In Europe, it was called Final Fantasy Mythic Quest, but the Japanese game was called Seiken Densetsu Final Fantasy Gaiden, and Secret of Mana was called Seiken Densetsu 2 in Japan. So they dropped the Final Fantasy part of the name because, well, that didn't make sense anyhow. <laughs> and in the West, they gave the entirely new name Secret of Mana, and that's what we will call it in this podcast called Super Magic Time Friends. Uh, fun fact, in Japan, our podcast is called Super Friends Adventures Romance Fight 4. Very weird. I don't know why. Just don't question it. Just uh, yeah. I might like that name better. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. So, yeah. What is mana and what is this secret? Uh, okay, this, the story goes like this. I took this uh, right out of the instruction manual because <laughs> that's my jam, as you know. Uh, here he goes. My friends, I come to you today to tell you what you must know to fulfill your quest and save our world. I love that. When the instruction manual starts talking to you. You already see that in games. The manual of your dishwasher will never do that. It's up to you to put the plates in the right tray. So the rest of the story, uh, I'm not going to read all of it, but the, 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 the beginning... Uh, Long ago, when the Ancient Ones grew powerful and used the energy of mana to threaten the gods, they were struck down in violence and terror. A great hero wielded the mighty sword of mana to destroy the civilization of the Ancient Ones. After that, peace returned to our troubled world and the mana energy that gives life to us all was again in balance. The sword of mana was buried in a rock and placed in a stream to guard a nearby village. There it patiently rested until the day it was pulled free by you, young man. (laughs) It still does that. You. (laughs) You are the one being who can release the sword's power and restore the mana to our once more endangered world. 
So yeah, that's a lot of text to just tell you, do you know Excalibur? Yeah, <laughs> Arthur? Uh, yeah. Well, that, but with warm magic stuff. <laughs> that's absolutely the case, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, the, the, the game even tells you that the Sword of Mana was at one point called Excalibur. Um, so yeah, it, it doesn't even hide that fact. Uh, to be honest, the story, as you already said it, the story of this game, it did nothing for me. No, uh, for me, it, it never it, did. To me, it, it just, it never... Um, so generic. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you said, it did absolutely nothing for me. That's that's so no. weird. And, yeah. And, and uh, we, we discussed Final Fantasy IV a, f uh, a month ago. Yeah. And that, has, or, that also has a bit... Gen generic story but the story itself how it develops that was the cool thing about it but yeah. the, the plot twist and that this, delivers uh, yeah this doesn't <laughs> no well the the big difference between uh, Final Fantasy Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana is, is that Secret of Mana is an action RPG so yeah there are encounters with monsters you can level up you can pick up items you can buy new weapons but to use those weapons you have to well push me you have to do that yourself yeah so you don't choose fight from a menu you like like in Final Fantasy you you yourself do all the fighting it's it's basically a, um, a, a 2d Zelda game but yeah with RPG elements there's always this discussion if, if uh, yeah Zelda uh, is an RPG or not uh, yeah I don't really care about that but. me neither it's it's such a boring discussion but um, <laughs> yeah for this one, there's no discussion. No, it's, it's an clearly RPG. an R yeah. uh, RPG. Uh, but I, I, I really like the, the the sword fighting in this. It's such a, um, hmm. a novel uh, way because you you charge up your uh, your attack, or no, you yeah. you don't charge it up. You you no. attack, and then you have a cooldown period. Yeah. So you have to. Uh, it's like actual. Uh, sword fighting it feels like like if you attack then after that you're you're vulnerable you can use it in uh, while it's charging up but then it yeah it doesn't basically do does nothing yeah exactly it does uh, yeah. uh one damage or something like that yeah yeah, yeah but yeah, I, oh. I really like that about it hmm. uh yeah i did too as uh at first but after 10 hours it started <laughs> yeah. to annoy yeah. the crap out of me that i uh, i do understand yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> we're getting to to the, to another part of the game. I I don't like. Yeah, you can play this game with three players. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, you will meet two more uh, uh, cast members. You will meet a girl and a sprite who will join you in your quest, and you can name them yourself. Uh, by the way, the game doesn't even give you a suggestion. Uh, I think there there are official names in the Japanese uh, manual, but here they're just blank. So uh, yeah, uh, my character, I call him Dice, and uh, well, you can call him Emilio or Penis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because that's what you do when you're uh, 10 years old exactly. and you play an RPG. But the multiplayer aspect, that's the reason why I never finished the game. I was, I was always waiting for the glorious day I could play this game with two friends and that they never came because what are the odds that you and your two friends will be able to play a game for at least 25 hours because that's how long <laughs> Secret of Meta is. So it's really, even as a kid, it was really hard to find two people to to, to play this with. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so at some point I always stopped playing. 
But this week the wait was over and I played it again by myself, which is an option because if you play it by yourself, the AI controls the other two characters, which is really cool for a 1993 game. Yeah. That's really special and technically amazing that they could pull that off. Uh, you can even set their behavior. You can set it on engage or defense. So um, if you if you want if their uh, their levels are a bit low, you can well make sure they're in the back and there are more support characters. Um, yeah. But what you can change is the fact that the other two characters keep getting stuck behind walls yeah. and other obstacles. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's. That's the, the the theme of this of, of this discussion to me about Secret of Mana is it's ver it's a very unique game, but its uniqueness is uh, at the same time its weakness because yeah everything that makes this game special is a downside. Is is uh, yeah at one point gets really annoying. I I, I completely agree. Yeah yeah and um, yeah I think I think the charging up. Well, the cooldown system, uh, it makes it a slow game. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a sort of power, but uh, yeah, the sort of mana mana is is it just starts out as a really weak sort. I mean, yeah, that's right. This is Excalibur we're we're talking about, but it's so weak you have to hit a bunny twice. It's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> That's just normal That's right. sorts. <laughs> you just they are really effective uh, against bodies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no wonder he could. He was able to pull it out of the rock because it's made of goo or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I mean, if you use a, a real sword against a body, it, the the sword always does the job in one hit. Yeah. <laughs> Why? So you get a sword all powerful and, and then you have to hit it twice. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah, it's 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 cool that, that you start out with the sword of power. Uh, usually you have to look for it, but it's you don't you, you know, don't think about it too hard because <laughs> you're right, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the the hit detection is is another thing that's that starts started to annoy me uh, ten hours in. Uh, yeah, especially if you have a cooldown on your sword, the cooldown uh, also starts when you miss. So uh, you miss an enemy because the hit detection is shit, yeah. and then you have to wait for a few seconds b before you can hit again, and yeah. hopefully you'll hit it then. Once again, in uh, in the beginning, that makes it like a real like real uh, a real sword fight. I'm saying like a real sword. I have never actual actually. <laughs> No, and, and you don't fight enemies with swords. You no. fight bunnies and uh, exactly and, uh, <laughs> and walk, walking mushrooms. But bees. but but again, uh, um, uh, you know that, that of course swinging the sword makes you vulnerable at the same time. And I do like that yeah. about it. But it's yeah, of course yeah. it starts to get really annoying. Yeah, and, and I don't think they they put in uh, um, a faulty hit detection. Because they wanted to make it realistic. <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. the case. <laughs> no. Yeah. The item menu. That's another thing. It's very yep. original. You don't go into a text menu with boring words 
uh, item weapon no 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 that's very boring so what they did they made an item ring yeah uh with with icons so, so ahead of his time so cool you can oh you can see oh that's a sword uh i want to pick the sword now i want to pick the, the the bow and arrow now because there are a lot of uh, there are eight kinds of weapons in this game or the whip very cool but there are so many menus there are so many rings you keep on scrolling and through there are those rings. three characters so you have three, like yeah a million so rings at one point oh, you, yeah it's so, you have to oh. switch you have to, to uh, press select to to take control of a of an, a different character and then go through all the all, through their rings and well a sword is a sword you'll recognize a sword but uh, the headgear that's very hard to see which headgear is which yeah yeah there are a lot of icons that are were hard for me to detect what what they were what went wrong here is they were a bit too ambitious because uh this game was meant to be played on the new version of the super nintendo the super nintendo with a cd-rom drive in it ah, yeah, yeah. The, that they uh, uh were, were going to make with sony but uh, yeah, Sony pulled out of that uh, of the production of that of that console, and well, uh, you know the, how history went. They made their own console, the, the PlayStation. Yeah, Nintendo made the Nintendo sixty four after that, uh, which still used used cartridges. Yeah, uh, which <laughs> that's why the PlayStation was more successful than the Nintendo sixty four. But yeah, a Secret of Mana should have been one of the games for the for the Nintendo CD-ROM version. At some point, they uh, it was clear that that console was never going to be never going to exist. So they had to cut down a lot of memory to make it uh, possible to to play this on a cartridge. That might explain uh, why other things are, are are so good. I mean, the music. It's yeah. It's so astonishing it, 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 it's one of the best soundtracks in gaming ever i i i, I completely agree that the the ice world song is just it's just perfect oh, yeah it's, it's just the perfect song it, it's so it's, it's so well written uh yeah and the, the music you just heard is uh probably into the thick of it uh uh, that's 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 my favorite song. <laughs> I I put I put the uh, the ice song at the end of our episode, so uh, great, you can listen great. To it. Yeah, and and the 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 well the CD story I just told. That's one of the reasons maybe why the story is so so bad because they had to cut cut out of a lot of the story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because English text took uh, way more uh, memory than than Japanese text, so to make translations possible. They had to cut cut out a lot of dialogue and ah, it's a sad story. But still, it's also, such a such a special that game. That might be why uh, uh, the elder of the village, uh, the the caretaker mm -hmm. of the the main protagonist, um, uh, he's like practically his father. And when he pulls out the yeah. sword, he, he accidentally sets out demons onto the village, I guess. But you don't really see them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, nothing no. really happens. Uh, but he's kicked out of the village. Um, or, yeah, should I say he downright banishes his own foster yeah. kid? Uh, it's They're so hard. And right, yeah, and right before he gets banished, he, he tells him, uh, uh, I should have told you this sooner. 
But uh, you have a mother and she's missing. Bye. <laughs> Good luck with dealing with all of that. Bye. It's so You're dumb. banished. <laughs> it's probably in the original, oh, story, yeah. original story that would have made more sense or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's... maybe. <laughs> well, but a yeah. great game. I really enjoyed playing it. Uh, uh, because we cool. might even sound a bit negative on it, but it still yeah. is really good. But it's such it's it's just it's it's such a frustrating experience because it you you feel that there it could have been so much better. And yeah, it still is great, but oh, yeah, it should have been the best game ever made, and it isn't. Well, let me take you back to uh, nineteen eighty one to a really good weird movie. <laughs> a wizard's ancient spell. Into the eyes of the dragon and the despair. And the lust of a lord. I must have her. One night with her. Give birth to an empire. Behold the sword of power. Excalibur. Forged of splendor and magic. Where future meets past, flesh meets steel, and the only fear is the pain of love. Excalibur, sword of power, sword of kings. To be honest, I think Excalibur, uh, the movie directed by John Borman, uh, is not a very geeky movie. Uh, the magic in this world is dying, uh, making way for Christianity. Uh, Excalibur is a very weak sword. It, it <laughs> even breaks at one point. And the dragon in this movie is not a real dragon. It's just a metaphor for what a man must overcome to be good in life. This is... We geeks don't like metaphorical dragons. We want real, <laughs> tangible dragons. Yeah, this is not okay. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not a great movie. Uh, uh, and although I prefer more uh, magic and, and a true sort of power and real, yeah, unambiguous dragons, uh, it, it, it does tell the story of Arthur uh, uh, perfectly, I think. Yeah, if I ever meet someone who, who didn't know anything about the tale uh, of Arthur, of a, a boy pulling uh, yeah, a magic, a magic sword from a rock, I, I would tell them to go watch uh, Excalibur. And yeah. I would say to them, it's not going to be very enjoyable, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed watching it again. I think in 2018, I watched Excalibur for the first time and read Sword of Ages for the first time. I really liked Sword of Ages and it was a bit of a bummer to read it again. I watched Excalibur again uh, yesterday and I, I, I started to love it more and more. <laughs> there is something about this movie that I really like. I think it's, really, yeah. it's, 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 it's highly entertaining. Uh, yeah, and well, I think it's geeky. I think it's geeky because there's a lot of magic in it. And I think uh, if well, if they had the money and the CGI for a dragon, there would be would have been a dragon in it. But yeah, uh, I, that's I my theory. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think it's it's I I, I don't know. I, I think it's more a funny movie to me 
then it is uh, okay. that I really take it serious. Yeah, um, I can imagine that. So yeah, it, it tells the Arthurian legend. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, explain it. It's just the story of Arthur. One of the versions. Uh, one of the versions. And, well, um, a version soup. He, he, I, I do he think it's, it's yeah, and it, Arthur soup, and he well, he drank a bowl. That's uh, yeah, and it's yeah. it's it's. I think the the taste of it is the best Arthur taste you're going to get. Yeah, and it does have um, a lot of actors in their youthful uh, years that are now yeah almost as legendary as Arthur himself. Yeah. <laughs> The, the cast is one of the main attractions. It's, it's so cool. It's it, Yeah, it's crazy. It has a young and already crazy talented uh, uh, Helen Mirren. Uh, oh, she is amazing in this movie. She's, uh, yeah, absolutely astonishing. Uh, uh, a young Liam Neeson. Who looks like a hipster. <laughs> he absolutely does. <laughs> he has a big beard and uh, his, his, his hair tied up in a nut. He's yeah. a... Yeah. He's a very stupid hipster. He doesn't look movie. like he's from 1981. <laughs> he, he, look, <laughs> he looks like he has a time machine. And I'm going to come to that point later on. So I'm hitting okay. that point later on. Um, there's a young uh, Gabriel Byrne in it. Uh, a young but, uh, of course, already bold uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, it looks just like Patrick Stewart looks yeah, now. Yeah, he was. that's that's so that's so great about being bold. You you'll never change from that on, <laughs> from that from that moment on. It's that's he's eighty one now, so he must he must have been forty when they yeah. filmed this. He does look uh, a lot younger, but yeah, he still bold, <laughs> still he's very a, bold. Some fluff is left. He's a, he has a bit of hair. <laughs> Uh, but already that voice absolutely <laughs> uh, absolutely he's amazing he, he talks way louder than the other actors I love that there's one more legend in it an already very old looking uh, Clive Swift uh, who of oh, course yeah. uh, would become a legend playing uh, Richard in Keeping Up Appearances love that guy he's almost the same character in this movie yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, he's really he's, enjoyable he's uh, um, happier than in uh, Keeping yeah. Up Appearances yeah I've never seen his wife in this movie, so maybe <laughs> no. maybe he's, he's, he still has this, the same wife, but we don't see her. Uh, also, a, 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 a fun and uh, a bit of an awful fact, uh, Helen Mirren, uh, who, who uh, plays um, Morgana, uh, didn't want to work with uh, uh, Nicole uh, uh, Williamson, who plays Merlin. Uh, she didn't want to work with him ever again. Because he had lashed out at her during uh, the time they uh, performed the play of uh, Macbeth uh, together. Uh, but uh, John Borman thought that ne negative energy between them uh, would work perfectly as they needed to hate each other. Uh, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that must have been great filming this movie. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> being angry at each other. They did... Uh, uh, um, uh, make amends so uh uh okay and uh yeah there, there, there are there are so many things wrong with this movie uh that uh by no means ruin it for me but they are really wrong uh, <laughs> uh first of all uh, uh, yeah it's set in the dark ages uh, because yeah all all uh, medieval uh, versions of uh the tale of uh, king arthur uh place it somewhere between the fifth and the sixth century uh, but um, yeah. they all wear full plate metal armor. <laughs> and that was not invented until around the year of 1350. 
and uh, in Europe it was it was uh, uh, even uh, the early 1400s. So uh, yeah, all these knights in this movie must have had a time machine to travel <laughs> and get their armor. <laughs> Is that your biggest problem? No, that is one of my problems. Yeah. <laughs> I just know these facts and I cannot, I, I, I'm constantly, <laughs> that, that is something that uh, uh, gets me out of the story. I, I have mm. to do really, wow. yeah, uh, that sometimes happens. And, and then I think, well, okay, it, it doesn't, it it's doesn't fantasy. matter. It's fantasy. It's okay. Who cares? <laughs> um, but also, yeah, these knights are, constantly wearing their armor <laughs> yeah, that's right. constantly when they eat when they feast when they make love to a naked woman that was a weird scene i've never seen wearing. a man have sex wearing an armor no that's... because it's very uncomfortable uh, also <laughs> and clingy i i uh, uh i wore armor uh, uh, an armor breast breastplate uh, played in one of my uh, my comedy shows and uh every time i sat down the armor hit my chin uh and, <laughs> and i played this show about 180 times so <laughs> at the end i i, I just had a, a, a bruised chin it was bruised so badly that uh, 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 uh at one point someone thought that i had a goatee <laughs> a goatee yeah. it was so bad <laughs> wow. um yeah one of the other goofs I, I i really love is that uh when um, merlin gives a speech there's fire coming out of his uh, staff uh mm. and you can clearly yeah. see the gas hose that is attached <laughs> to the bottom you just really <laughs> see it i missed that one <laughs> it's so clearly in oh. it's it's uh, but it's still it's so it's so lovely it's it's such a it took so much effort to make this movie and i read that he first wanted to make a, a, a lord of the rings movie but it never that never worked out yeah uh, he, he he was assigned to it uh, uh he already did the entire script and then the person that asked him to do it already uh was uh, gone uh, from the studio so uh, then the next person in charge didn't want him uh, to make it and um, uh, they gave him this. There's so much going on here. It's it's a long movie, but not not that long if you s see what's in it, <laughs> because there is the, the well the the sword from the stone, the, the sword in the lake, the the the, the, the holy grail is in it. Uh, <laughs> Arthur ages from from well he he isn't even born at the start of the movie. Yeah. And, at the end of the movie, he's an old man. It's such an epic movie. There's yeah. so much going on. I can seem to have an opinion on this movie. That's my problem. <laughs> I just, it just is. <laughs> I don't have an opinion on air or grass or <laughs> the, the, the concept of tables. Yeah, why should I have an opinion on something that just is? That's my <laughs> thing with this movie. Uh, yeah, and although I must say, Everyone is such an asshole in this movie. Yeah. It's, oh, Uther. Uther. Okay, here goes. Uther is a rapist who lets uh, Merlin change him into the Duke of Cornwall so he can have sex with his wife. Uh, well, that makes Merlin an asshole as well. Yeah. Uh, well, from that act of rape, Arthur is born. And one of the first things he does in this movie when he's grown up is trying to kiss Guinevere, who is suing up his wound. It's very... It's, uh, it's, not okay. it's not okay, Arthur. 
Um, well, he marries her, but here comes Lancelot, who from moment one tries to seduce Arthur's new wife. Well, uh, Guinevere will soon have sex with him in the woods. And to think that none of these characters are considered the bad guys in this movie. <laughs> Those are the good guys we're, I'm talking about. And, and Arthur is such an idiot, but I must say... I, I I respect his moves. He pulls the sword from the stone, which isn't a big moment here, by the way. And I love that. It just happens. Um, yeah. And he runs to the woods yeah. and he sees, oh, that's weird, a <laughs> sword stuck in the stone. No, no, no. He, he's uh, uh, tasked to uh, uh, get a sword for uh, his... Uh, he's a squire at that point. Yeah. So he's tasked to get the sword for his knight and uh, uh, he can't fight it. So... He thinks, hey, this is a sword. Let me take this one. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. And uh, uh, he succeeds. And, and nobody believes that he did. Um, so he puts it back in. That's what he does. He puts it back in. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. And then he does it again. Yeah. But it's that's a bold move. That truly is a bold of... move. And uh, uh, when he puts it back in, the other people try to put, uh, uh, get it out and it doesn't work yeah. again. Yeah. So. No. It, it made me think of uh, bicycle locks in, in the Netherlands. When it freezes, <laughs> what can happen is that your lock freezes shut. Uh, so you have to blow on your key and on the, on, on the, the keyhole and to, to make it warm. And you wiggle and wiggle fearing that the lock the, the key might break because that, that happens often and 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 when it opens man that you're the happiest person in, in, yeah. on the planet but you know what arthur would do <laughs> lock the bike again to see if he can do it again that's that's what <laughs> that's what this arthur would do i have to say two things that truly annoyed me uh were that uh, the sword wobbles and I, I don't like that <laughs> really? uh, yeah when when People are trying to get it uh, out of the stone. Uh, uh, Excalibur wobbles. And I mean, it's Excalibur. <laughs> Excalibur. That, that, that sword doesn't wobble. It, it, it's no way that it's way too strong to wobble. <laughs> it's the most powerful s sword in, in human fake history. It, it doesn't wobble. <laughs> it can't wobble. <laughs> Come on. And uh, uh, the other thing is, uh, after uh, uh, every sword fight on every battlefield, there's a lot of smoke. Why? Uh, the swords don't create fire. They, <laughs> they, they don't create smoke. They don't explode. It's why is there smoke uh, on every battlefield? Is, is, and the annoying is part it mist is or. Miss, no, it's there's actual it's, it's fire it's actual smoke. smoke. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, wow. and 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 the annoying part is that uh, the movie was was very uh, um, uh, uh, environmentally unfriendly because uh, it used burning tires to create the smoke on the battlefield. <laughs> wow, it, it was so unnecessary. Why? Why? Do you think you're going to ever watch this movie again? Uh, Honestly. <laughs> okay. For me, it's a yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again sometime. I've become very fond of it. <laughs> That's so strange. So strange for a movie that you don't have an opinion on. It's so. This that is going from no opinion to. I think it's. I'm very fond of this movie. I'm, that is. I'm fond of air and grass <laughs> and tables. It's so weird. 
<laughs> how high am I going to rank it? We are going yeah, to see are you it. Are you fond of, of ranking time? Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> it exists. Ranking time. It's ranking time! We're going to rank our four titles into our giant ranking. And after that, we're going to answer the question of the week. But first, our ranking, yeah, it, uh, to me, uh, not to spoil everything, but to me, they're all, they were all titles that, in theory, were going to rank very high. But but with every title, there's something that, uh, that makes it go down, well, like 10, 20, or even 50 uh, yeah. places on a ranking. That's weird, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a great week, great titles, but uh, also a, a bit frustrating at some point. They were all faulty. <laughs> yeah. 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 So let's start with He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. We ranked it at um, 79 on our top 144. It's now. Uh, and yeah. It's it it's yeah as we said it's way better than the the old cartoon. Uh, don't kid yourself. Uh, but how it, uh, it's not that not yet there. It wasn't that yet there. It was uh, there was so much potential and and didn't deliver. No. Uh, yeah. What I wanted to, it to deliver. That's uh, oh. absolutely. But I think I think I'm going to watch some more episodes because I did like the. The origin story episodes for some of the well, y you can see some of your toys come come to life and uh, and they get an orange story. Just what happened with Stinkor, I love that. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to to watch more of it. But yeah, yeah, and we ranked uh, Sword of Ages, the comic that we discussed afterwards uh, at uh, 76, so uh, three uh, uh, places higher. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. The, once again, the art is amazing. Story is <laughs> very weird, so uh, yeah. I think it's uh, perfectly placed in the in the middle of our uh, yeah of our ranking. Our highest ranking title is Secret of Mana, at forty four. Yeah, it's it's weird to see it that low, but it isn't that low because our ranking is uh, top one hundred forty four. But still, it feels too low, but it's the right place. Uh, it could have been one of the best games ever and it isn't but man try it out it's on the, the if you have a, a SNES classic it's on there if you're one of the luck, lucky persons uh, to, to own that console I think there's a, a mana uh, collection out on switch and on steam you can play and on PlayStation I think so uh, there are a lot of ways you can play this game still give it a try because you're going to be amazed by how cool it looks and sounds but uh be warned yeah uh we had a hard time uh, ranking uh, excalibur um yeah it's hard yep. when you're not that opinionated on the movie test <laughs> but you were really well, happy I... with the ranking uh it ended up yeah. at number 85 I told you so just below grass and just above <laughs> the concept of air yeah. It just sits there being a movie. 85? It's fine. It's It sits there being an existing movie. And it won't complain. That's the cool <laughs> thing about Excalibur. 
So yeah, let's answer the question of the week. I'm very uh, curious uh, what you placed at number one. Uh, so yeah, we were going to answer that. Uh, uh, which sword uh, discussed in this episode uh, would you try to pull out of a, uh, out of a stone? And what is your number four, Thijs? My number four is the mana sword uh, from Secret of Mana. Because... Uh, yeah, in real life, it's even more annoying to have to wait a few seconds before you can swing it again. It's, it's not something I want in my life. <laughs> I want to have the freedom to swing my sword like a madman. <laughs> because that we have uh, played one game of LARP once. Yeah. And that's how I swing my sword, like an idiot. Just yeah, and it doesn't work. You yeah. have to be very careful. You have to, you have to swing it and then step back. That is what we know. I admit it doesn't work. I died and died and died again and again. But that's how I do it, and that's not possible with the mana sword. Uh, well, my number four is uh, Excalibur because mm -hmm. it wobbles and it breaks. That is the worst sword <laughs> of our episode. Totally the worst sword. <laughs> Yeah. And when it's not broken, it's, it's just it's just a normal sword. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, it, it it makes it has some sort of green light. That is all it does. <laughs> yeah, but if it's broken, the Lady of the Lake can can repair it. I don't know once. how she does it, but and once. at the end you have to give it back. It's such yeah. a weak sword. Yeah, when you die, <laughs> that's, that's okay. No, do not agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like your broken what? sword, do you? <laughs> you can repair it with the la uh, Lady of the Lake, but y first you will die because you have a broken sword on the battlefield. It it's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> um, it is my number two. Uh, what? Yes, I, ag I agree with everything you just said, but it's freaking Excalibur. It's so cool. You, you. If I would pull it out of a rock, I'm the king, and I can do whatever I want. For instance, use better weapons than Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your number three is the sword of power, He-Man's sword. Yeah, uh, yeah. I said why, the, which sword, and why is it not the sword of power? Yeah. But I did some thinking. I don't want to change into a into a boring character that can only speak like this. <laughs> that is exactly That's my reason. <laughs> also, I, I don't have a cat that would change mm. into a, a giant uh, tiger. So I, I, I think that maybe my, my, uh, my daughter would change into a, a giant to daughter. A monster. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think she, um, uh, yeah, she uh, would be, uh, <laughs> unhinged as a giant monster <laughs> she already is a bit as a as a little girl yeah. <laughs> so um, she already is a monster i so, would be yeah. very scared of her then i have so, to do my number two as well uh right um so uh yeah my uh, second sword is the 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 sword of mana because it's of course it takes a lot of time to kill a rabbit but it does get better the longer you use it. It's an yeah. RPG. Yeah, so uh, I, I would I would use it again and again. I would grind the heck out of it. And, and I would have a crazy powerful sword that you can only yeah, use once, swing or hit or miss. Um, and otherwise, it, yeah, it would only do one damage. That is my, yeah. my, 
My second best sword. <laughs> so we both have the, the same number one? Uh, the alien Excalibur. Yeah. yeah. The sword, sword of Sword of Ages. Yeah, my reason is I want a sword that's drawn by Gabriel Rodriguez. That's that's <laughs> that sounds like the coolest thing ever. And I, I agree. and I want him to sign it. I'm going to bring it to Comic Con <laughs> San Diego once and he's always there and uh he can sign it for me. And that's my biggest dream. Also, uh there's a, a pretty powerful uh robot in this um uh well kind of robot uh, in this uh, uh comic and uh the sword absolutely slice slices uh through it so uh it is a pretty powerful sword yeah i think it might be the most powerful sword of these four swords even more powerful than he-man's sword i think so uh too yeah yeah so yeah uh well we agreed on one thing and that's the, the sword <laughs> the sword of sword of ages is the best sword so if you like our show uh give us a good review and if you want to come in contact with us because you you have there's a sword you don't agree with our sword ranking <laughs> you're very angry with our with a sword ranking or you're very angry because i said shira uh, is the best uh, He-Man cartoon. Um, send us an email at supermagictimefriends at gmail.com and uh, if you want to go to our web- website, that's uh, supermagictimefriends.tumblr.com and Emilio, uh, I have a question for you. What is next week's theme? Well, next week's theme is a Restless Night. Yes, we are going to talk oh, about uh, sleep uh, deprivation and honestly, oh. uh, uh, all those uh, titles make me very, very sleepy. They're... they're, they're uh, not bad by any means, no. but it's it's just very sleep provoking. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, uh, it's a uh, so, it's a uh, hard it, it was it, it's a hard uh, uh, episode to uh, prep prepare for. I think <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> so good luck with that, Thais, and uh, we'll hope that you tune in next week. And in the meantime, we wish you a super magical time. Bye, friends. Bye.